Welcome to the show that nobody watches. It's the Crump Diddy Show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. We're going to kind of break it down to possibly a two or three episode breakdown, kind of like a beginning, middle, end of the game of what I think. Um, today's episode is obviously going to be about Let's Go Eevee primarily because that's the game that that's the copy specifically that I picked up at GameStop, which they gave me a badass poster, by the way. Uh, to go along with it because I pre-ordered it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I picked up Let's Go Eevee because I figured a lot of people were going to pick up uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Like always, I try to be an outcast, a fucking rebel, or whatever, as cringy as that sounds. So I picked up Let's Go Eevee. And I'm not going to lie, before I picked up the game, even months before um, I reserved it, I was kind of already going into this game with very low expectations. Because of the fact that when they announced the game, they pretty much kind of made me think that this was pokemon go but for the switch uh, maybe i wasn't paying attention all the way maybe because i'm getting older i've been a little bit less patient i kind of just jumped to conclusions and so i was kind of upset at the game i kind of was like oh this game's gonna bomb oh my god i and i thought that the only reason why they made it kanto where you get to revisit kanto you know, it was because they wanted to kind of push sales, especially for Gen 1ers and, you know, get that nostalgia, kick it in your blood to go buy the game or whatnot. But overall, I can tell you, I'll break this up into three different parts, beginning, middle and end. And I'll tell you what I think so far in the game. The first thing I notice in the game, because I'm right now, I'm, I've only gotten two badges. So I figure let me stop right there and kind of tell you and give you like a breakdown of what I think about it. I can tell you that one of the first things that I noticed about the game that I fell in love with is the fact that they give you more space to name your character with a longer name. I've always wanted to put Crumb Diddy as my, my player name in Pokemon games many times before, uh, but you can only fit like, what, like six or seven characters, so it wasn't possible. So I like the fact that they gave you a longer uh, uh, character amount for your name, so you can pick a longer name if you want. It's pretty cool. The character selection as far as making your own character just like most Pokemon games, it's pretty basic. You don't really get a lot of options there. You really get all you all you choose basically that's different is the gender and the skin tone. That's it. Otherwise, it's the same thing. Oh yeah, and hair color. Uh, so it's I guess for a Pokemon game, that's a lot of options compared to before. But for compared to most games that allow you to create your own character, it's kind of kind of cringy at that point. But I can tell you overall, the game itself looks beautiful for a Pokemon game. I mean, remember, consider, be consider the fact that for a Pokemon game, it's the best looking one. Naturally, of course, it's on the Switch, so it has more resources. Fucking game is great. Frame rate does not drop like how it does, in my opinion, on the handheld games. Um, fucking game looks beautiful. I love the 3D environment. I love how there's a lot of Pokemon in real size. They kept the sizes of the Pokemon. In other words, when you got an Onyx, you see a giant fucking Onyx. When you see an Electrode well, in the city randomly, it's a big fucking Electrode. Like, I like the fact they put a lot of detail into the backgrounds, into the size of the Pokemon. I mean, they really kept that aspect ratio, if that's the word you want to use, if that even makes sense, for the Pokemon realistic. I love that. Now, I'll tell you, there's one thing that I love that they did in this game. But at the same time, I figured they did it to balance it out because they knew that it was going to this other thing that they did was going to piss people off. Now, in this game, you can't actually weaken Pokemon. You uh, they implemented catching Pokemon the same way as you do with Pokemon goes, you know, you know, using the berries to make them weaker and throwing the Pokeballs, you know, whichever ones you have at the Pokemon to have a better chance of catching it. That's how you catch Pokemon in this game. However, where I think that they nailed it to balance that uh that aspect out because they probably knew a lot of people were not going to like that 
or be comfortable with it at first as your only means of catching Pokemon was that in Pokemon games, when you walk in the grass, you have that annoying wild encounter where it's random. You don't know which Pokemon you're going to run into. And if you don't use Repel, you know, you're going to constantly be bumping into Pokemon. And sometimes you just want to get from point A to point B. What they did was they eliminated that altogether. So now in this game, you actually see the Pokemon, just like in Pokemon Go, you see them all running around playing with each other and trying to be cute in the grass. And if you want to encounter them, you actually have to physically go up to them and bump into them, like shoulder check the motherfuckers. And that's how you create and start the encounter. So that's how you initiate the encounter uh, when you catch Pokemon. The the best part about that is if you don't want to run into Pokemon, you just run around them and dodge them and avoid them. And because it's just like Pokemon Go in the sense, you actually know which Pokemon is there. So there's no more random guessing of percentages of the Pokemon. Obviously... Just like Pokemon Go, you got to walk. The more you walk and run around, the higher chance of a rare Pokemon popping out of the bushes. But overall, all the Pokemon that are going to be there generally are going to be there. And you can see them and you can basically hand select the one you want to have the encounter. And what I liked that they did was that certain Pokemon are bigger than your average size Pokemon. Like, for example, I bumped into a Kakuna that had this orange uh, glossy shit around him, which indicated that he's bigger than your average Kakuna. And then obviously there's ones with these blue things around them, which means they're smaller than your average uh, Pokemon of that same stature. So I like that they kind of indicate that not only the Pokemon that are there, but also if there's anything special about them, you can see it right there emanating around the Pokemon. Like kind of like, I don't know, like just kind of flashing around it. So I like that. I think that that made up for it. Now with trainers, you actually, yes, you do get to battle trainers and gym leaders. The way you normally do what other uh, Pokemon games. You battle them with your own. You select the attacks. Once they level up and they learn new moves, you know, you got to erase old ones. You know, they still got TMs in there. They kept that aspect of battling trainers the same. So I think so far right now, the game is pretty impressive. Just with that small portion of the game I've played so far. Uh, I Like I said, I love the way the game looks. It runs very smooth. I like the attention to detail that they put into the game as far as with the Pokemons running around and everything and them actually being their real sizes. It's pretty badass. And the other thing I noticed in this game is you not only have Eevee or Pikachu, whichever, depending on the version you picked, that Pokemon always out of the Pokeball on top of your head, but you can have an additional Pokemon from your party following you and running around. So it's pretty badass. And the Pokemon actually interact with the environment. So as you're running around, if there's like secret shit hiding in the bushes, or there's like something that the uh, like going on like a fountain or something crazy going on that's for fun, the Pokemon will take notice of that and let you know. They'll actually run up to letting you know they want to play, you know, letting you know they found something in the bushes. And of course, it has this whole Tamagotchi and Nintendogs uh, feel to it because. Uh, they actually encourage you to, to, you know, pet your Eevee or Pikachu and play with it and feed it. You can dress it up with clothing. So that part is pretty cool, I guess, if you give a shit about that. But um, I'm not going to lie. I was I was pretty iffy about the game. I was pretty fucking upset going into it. I was being negative as shit. I'm like, man, this is going to fucking suck. Fuck Pokemon Go. You know, fuck, I'm going to be a vegan after this. What the fuck? So, you know, but no, they really, they, they did a good job. On kind of balancing out the disappointment with the achievement. I like it. I like so far what I'm seeing. And I love how they can completely just reimagine Kanto. It is badass what they've done. I can't wait to see more of it. 
Can't wait to see what new features are. I'm probably going to bump into. Like I said, it's going to be a three-part episode series review on this. I'm going to put it over here on the podcast. But so far, right now, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Now, there's still a chance that I may come back with a thumbs down, depending on other shit I might bump into, but I highly doubt that. Pokemon's formula is pretty simple and kind of doesn't change uh, in the game, but you never know. Nintendo's always done some shit before to really piss people off and make them want to fly to Japan and start throwing hands and shit. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, guys, it's your boy Crump Diddy. Peace.